back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and in this segment, how does the start of the school year affect the local real estate market? In fact, affect all real estate markets for the most part. And do we have the need for fairness and transparency for renters? If you're a homeowner, this might not even seem like a concern, but many renters are being feed on top of feed, on top of fees. The fees that are charged aren't allowing tenants to make the right decision or to make an educated decision on where they should be renting. My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, where we help listeners, at least our goal is to help listeners go from real estate novice to expert. We want home selling and buying to be done with total confidence and without all the worry that is so typical with life's biggest investments. I have many, many conversations every year with people who, had they gotten a little bit better advice, had they done a little bit more research prior to listing their home to sell or putting a home under contract to buy, they might have made different decisions. I don't believe under any circumstances that you need my advice in order to make a decision as to whether or not you should sell or buy your home. You are capable of doing that yourself. I'll guarantee it. But maybe you need the help from someone like me. And if it's not me, at least make sure it is somebody who really can help educate you on the market. To give you all the information you need as an adult, if somebody will give you the information, you can make a decision. Doesn't even mean that you might not still make a decision that causes some risk in the future, but you know it. I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. I just bought a new town home. There was something wrong with the garage door. The bottom panel had been screwed back together, and there was something definitely wrong. And I asked the sellers to fix it. The seller says no. Didn't surprise me because I was one of seven or eight buyers trying to buy it. And uh, on the fourth or fifth day I owned it, the bottom panel of the garage door broke. Didn't bother me at all because I knew it was a problem. And I knew that I was going to have to replace that door because in this case, it's a townhome community. The garage doors are decorative. And so they take a regular flat-faced panel garage door and they add the decorative elements to it, the trim and the little black hardware that you're accustomed to seeing. And in this particular development, they used doors that were too flimsy to hold all of that weight. Now, I had it replaced with a door that's in good shape, uh, that is is well-made enough to hold all of the extra trim, had it rebuilt. And um, I felt good that I was not surprised that I had that particular problem. So that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about, and that's the kind of stuff we like to help you with on Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. Don't forget, we want to connect with you, and it is easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions that we answer off-air, on-air. You can make comments. You can push back, challenge anything we say. won't hurt my feelings, I promise. You can share your ideas with us. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And you can subscribe to our podcast. Once the summer is wound down or winding down and the kids are back in school, the real estate market's seasonal shift begins now. It doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen this year. We'll have to wait and see. The back-to-school season means a change in the real estate market. For those looking to sell or buy, does it make you feel a little bit nervous to sell this time of year? Well, let's talk about what happens. This question was submitted by Sarah and Joe in Norcross. 
So the school starts for many counties around greater Atlanta next week. How does the start of the school year affect real estate? We are still on the fence about selling and buying. I feel for your situation. The reality is that back to school season does affect real estate. Last year and the year before, and I'm guessing this year it will affect it less than it has affected it in the past, and it's simply because there's not enough inventory, meaning home buyers and sellers who may prefer to have bought or sold during the summertime when the kids were out of school because in many cases they felt like they couldn't or they couldn't find a home to buy, whatever, that gets pushed down the schedule and maybe winds up turning into a fall closing. But there are three major buyer and seller behavior changes that take place after the school year begins. And I'm sure if you are a parent, you can totally relate to this. You probably can relate to this even if you are not a parent. But number one, families pause their home search. As you can understand, families prefer to move during the summer when the kids are out of school. And it's not really ideal to have kids switch schools in the middle of the school year. I have four daughters. We probably could have done that when they were really young, but trying to do that in middle school or high school, I'm not sure I'd be tough enough to convince my girls that we need to switch schools in the middle of the school year. Number two, buyers and sellers start thinking about the holidays. I know early August is seems too early to think about the holidays, but it's August, September, October, Halloween, November, Thanksgiving, December, Christmas for those who celebrate Christmas. And buyers and sellers know that it can take a month or two to get under contract, plus another month or two to get a deal closed in some cases. And they don't want all that to wind up happening right over the holidays. Now, it does not mean that there are no buyers looking to buy a home over the holidays. There are a lot of buyers because there's a lot of relocation that happens in Metro Atlanta. So you still have a lot of people flowing into Metro Atlanta in November, December, getting ready to start a new job January the 1st. But people start to change their mindset and think about the holidays. And then the third thing is buyers and sellers aim for a smooth move. In most markets, it's more pleasant to move during the warmer or warm summer months than in the cold winter months. That is totally true. I will tell you, I moved myself, you know, three weeks and two and a half weeks ago, and it was so flipping humid. Uh, although I will say it was wonderful addition to my physical fitness regimen because every time I would go outside, I would start sweating uh, to beat the band. Based on buyer and seller behaviors, the average real estate market slows at the beginning of the back-to-school season, and it continues to slow somewhat until the new year. Here are the things that I think you can expect to see from the real estate market once the kids are back in school. Number one, declining sales. There's a well-established trend of decreasing sales, unit sales, during the fall and winter months. This means fewer buyers and fewer sellers are in the market during the school year. Metro Atlanta has a good, strong real estate market in October, November, December, January, February. February is typically the weakest month of the year. January would be next. There's many times when December you know, has one-twelfth of the sales for the entire year in the month of December, and December is one-twelfth of the year. Sometimes it takes a little longer to sell homes in the fall and winter months than in the spring and summer. I'll give you a specific example. In July of 2021, average American home took 15 days to go under contract. By August of that year, it had gone from 15 days to 17 days. By September, it went to 19 days. So 15 to 19 is not that big of a deal, but it is a significant percentage increase. So it takes longer to sell during the fall and winter months. 
And then most years, you'll actually see a slight decrease in the median and the average sales price because of lower buyer demand during the winter. This doesn't mean that you should be concerned and not interested or willing to sell your house during the fall and the winter. Uh, the reality is average sales price in the U.S., median sales price in the U.S., 2021 in August, 378000 September, 375000 The decrease was not huge, but prices can cool somewhat <clears throat> over the fall and winter season. So, Sarah and Joe, I would not, under any circumstances this year, hold off on listing my home and buying. I think you might find there's plenty of buyers out there still willing to buy homes and maybe even more out there available for you to purchase. If you have been interested in real estate investing for years and years and you just didn't even know how to take the first step or you're nervous or scared or whatever it is, you probably should plan to attend our free webinar, The Six Keys to Success in Real Estate Investing. It is a free webinar Saturday, August the 26th from 10 to 11 right after the show and Wednesday, August the 30th at 7 p.m., both of them one hour. They will have the same identical information. My guess is they will be very different because you'll have different people on them and there will be different questions. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. This segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They're a full-service law firm with 26 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases and refinance closings, corporate relocation, a real estate contract review, title insurance matters. They can be reached by calling 770-497-1880. If you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next six months, we believe we can sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold his or her home for. If you want to learn more, it's real simple. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on sell for $28,000 more. You can look on the top toolbar or scroll down on the main page and you'll see a big blue button, sell for $28,000 more. If you don't believe me, I say, try me. Many renters are shocked by extra monthly apartment fees. Three big rental sites, believe it or not, are planning to reveal these fees. This is from NPR. And there are tons of fees. Three major rental platforms will start showing the extra monthly fees that can surprise tenants. They can add up to make a place less affordable than it first seemed. These charges can include things most people assume are included in the rent, like trash removal, paying online, or sorting the mail. Re renters should be able to feel financially confident when applying for an apartment, which means there should be no surprises included. Zillow and Apartments.com and AffordableHousing.com are going to require owners to disclose all fees and upfront charges in their listings and to identify those with a history of those charges. The announcement was made in coordination, by the way, with the White House, which has issued its own blueprint for a renter's bill of rights. Housing and Urban Development Secretary called on housing companies and state and local leaders to promote fairness and transparency for renters. 21.6 million renters are considered rent burden because they spend more than 30% of their income on rent. Uh, there is a group that had a survey that says there are excessive and sometimes illegal late fees as well as convenient fees, roommate fees, and even a fee because it is January. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, Chestnut Springs and Marietta, and what do you have to do if your systems are not up to code before selling and do staged homes, do staged homes sell quicker? and for a higher price. Stick with us. We'll be back.